Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just stands still. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hello. Tom's got a lovely tan. Oh, I've had a lovely week away, let me tell you. And then I went to the Chelsea Flower Show yesterday, stood outside in the sunshine when it wasn't raining, and I feel very blessed, actually. They're grateful. That's a lovely way to be feeling. Well, you know, it'll pass, but... Of course it will, within two to three hours. Oh, 20 minutes max, but, you know... (laughs) By the end of this pod. (laughs) If I've still got it by the end of this pod, then great, great. I think you look sun-kissed. Oh, thank you. I sat out in the sun a few times. Well, yesterday there was a crowd forming by the gate at the Chelsea Flower Show, and so we just... It's such a social experiment. Like, if some people stare, then other people are like, there must be something worth staring at. We'll stare. Everybody was suddenly (gasps) collected around the gate... It wasn't. And we were like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And a series of royals come in, you know, kind of Prince Edward, for example, and sure. Sophie. And then some people I did not recognise, but I think were probably ambassadors, I've realised. sort of It was very kind of like courtly. <laughs> were they holding Ferrero Rocher? Because that's often the giveaway for an ambassador. There was a constant stream of Ferrero Rocher piled up in a pyramid. That's how I knew. That's it, the ambassador, yeah. So we were stood there in the sun waiting. And then, you know, we were like, is there going to be anybody very senior coming? And then mm. we were like, no, that's it. We are walking up mm. the other end of the Chelsea Flower Show and Mum and Auntie Pearl walk ahead and what passes by, right by us, not only Her Majesty's brand new golf buggy with the Queen in the back. It was really <gasps> quite something, quite the spectacle. It was very so extraordinary. So she went past you. Do you saw her up close? No, not up close. It was probably, I don't know what feet are, but several feet maybe how many of your feet? feet oh 200 feet 200 of my feet <laughs> but <I'm not. laughs> um yeah what was she wearing i think she was wearing orange but it was just sort of because she was on the other she's side of the gold with the color she's always she's that. not afraid she's not afraid of and a color but she'll take something from that yeah she really does dress boldly for the summer very smiley and there was a moment when she was on the other side of the golf buggy to us if you know what mm-hmm. i mean and then she leant forward just to look down the main avenue and you just saw this kind of shock of white hair. And just, you're like, oh, that's the Queen. Because I don't think I've ever seen her, really. No. It was very extraordinary. Yeah, very exciting, yes. really. So that was a nice end to the day. It's quite exciting seeing famous people. I mean, it's quite addictive, really. And she's about as famous as they come. As Andy Warhol said, the most photographed woman in the world. Is that what they said? Or? Yeah. yeah. It, didn't he say, and she's on all that money? He said that, that's right. That's yeah, well, yeah. accent. Well, I didn't take a photograph, but then as Auntie Pearl pointed out, you don't need a photograph of the Queen, just go and buy a stamp. That's very true. And she was in profile, actually, when she went past. So, you know, it all adds up. <laughs> of 
Nelson, you've got a lovely photo. Lovely photo. That you're going to be putting on all of your Christmas cards. <laughs> exactly. And also, I want to point out to the listener before we go any further, Suze, that the gentleman has come to do the piano tuning. So you may hear some sounds from the piano downstairs. But um, I said to Tom, mm. "Can we do the podcast around 10? And yes. Tom said. I've got a nurse coming. Yeah. You becoming, you dying of a Victorian disease. Tell people because Paul is, I was going to let the piano tuner go. So just one sec, tell everybody. everybody. I'll tell everyone. Okay. So it's Tom's leaving the room. Oh, look. It's geezer voice. Um, So I text Tom. I said, do you want to do the pod? He said, I'd love to, but I've got a nurse coming. I said, why have you got a nurse coming? Something to do with his insurance. I don't really understand it. It sounded like a lie. Then I said, well, can't we do after the nurse leaves? He says, no, I've got the piano tuner coming. Well, I mean, it's just me and you now. He's gone. But that feels like a lie, doesn't it? I think it feels like a lie. I, f- I don't know what Tom's keeping from me. But it feels like it's something saucy and something spicy. But now that he's left the room to go and see the air quotes piano tuner out, I don't know. Email in, let me know if you think he's lying, or email in and let me know what you think he was doing between 10 and 12 on Tuesday the 24th of May. Maybe you saw him somewhere. Maybe he was with the Queen. That would make sense, wouldn't it? That would add up. He's still not back. Is this dead air? If this was a radio job, I'd have lost the job by now, wouldn't I? See, the the trouble is, is that Tom is too polite. So rather than just saying, thanks very much for tuning the piano, here's your money, in fact, we've had a chit chat. Here he is, back, back in the room. It's, it's been quite a morning. That's all I'll say. Well, yes, I've told the listener that I think that maybe mm. you were doing something else that's secretive, and I've suggested that they email him with what they think you've been doing. Fine, feel free to speculate. I don't mind. You may have just heard <laughs> me letting Paul out. Very nice piano tuner. Fair. Do you play piano tuners in cash? Is it like a window cleaner? He is a bit like a window cleaner, but I did it as a text transfer. Oh, oh, aren't we futuristic? The aren't I just? <laughs> aren't I just? Are you going to go and have a tinkle on it later now? I will. Well, he said it's gone very flat, which he thinks might be a symptom of the heating. Oh, I thought he was going to say, like, your energy or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tired, Tom? The piano's very flat. Flat, very flat. Don't play it like that. Um, but a lovely man made him a lemon and ginger tea. So I'm sorry to the listener to disappear like that to go get him. Listen, we had a little chat. It's fine. Oh, I told them well, all of your secrets. Oh, great, great, great. <laughs> well, then the nurse came around, because I've got to have a medical... For some insurance. The army. Tom's joining the army. Because <laughs> I'm signing up. Um, no, for some insurance, some life insurance stuff. Was she nice? Very nice. We had a lovely chat about vegetables, actually, in the garden. Ah, now, Tom, that's the thing. So you're at the Chelsea Flower Show. Are you more inspired about your vegetable patch forward slash garden? Susie, I'm glad you asked because I tried to film it for you, actually, and I just lost the will. <laughs> But I got in last night. It had been <laughs> raining. I was back from the Chelsea Flower Show. I'd spent time with my friend Carol Klein. And I always feel very inspired. Clang. Clang. Sister of Calvin, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> very different uh, pursuits they both took. But but they're both successful in their own right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> their parents must be so proud. Um, and I came back and I was like, I know what I need to check. The vegetables, because it's been raining. It was like Glastonbury for <laughs> slugs. It was terrible. There were so many slugs. I had to get a box. Well, I know the listeners have heard me talk about this. I had to go out in the rain, in the dark. I tried to film it, but it was taking too long. I didn't want to touch them because they're disgusting. Oh, I was putting the slugs in a box. You can't touch things, can't oh. you? How were you not touching them? Were you doing it with a spoon or something? I was doing it with a shovel and... <laughs> very much the gardener's spoon. Very much the spoon of the garden. <laughs> <laughs> and I, there were so many of them and some of them have already had a go at my charts. 
So it was a real moment, actually. A real moment. Glast- Glastonbury for slugs. And I then like I, that. I put out the beer traps that everyone recommended. They looked disgusting. And then they were pissed. So it was like Glastonbury. It was like Glastonbury, yeah. Oh, it was horrible, Susan. I was there for like an hour. An hour? 12 o'clock at night when I got back. Oh, Tom. You were at a flower show until 12 o'clock. No, I went round to Mum's. You truly outgaged yourself. I went round to Mum's because she had a carbonara that needed using up. Oh, that's nice. That's one of your faves, isn't it? Well, yes. But as Mum pointed out afterwards, it was a little bit out of date. Anyway. Um, <laughs> How are you feeling today? Good job you had that nurse going round. It wasn't. That's why the nurse had to come round because I was very, very ill. No, I don't know. I think, well, as I said to Mum, if I get something, then... I could actually do with losing a few pounds because I've eaten a lot oh, of that's bread. that's the spirit. That's the spirit, isn't it? That's the way to live your life. Um, but the slugs and the snails, honestly, Suze, it was terrible. It was terrible. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and then I thought, why don't I put salt? Because they don't like salt. A ring of salt around the vegetable patch. And what happened? I summoned the I devil. I don't know, you called a demon? Yeah, <laughs> the devil came. And um, <laughs> Nice guy, actually. <laughs> n- actually, very good on the violin. People don't realise. That's why you can't believe the press. People, you know... When you meet people, they're always they're always human. And um, so once I got rid of him, and then I realised that the salt is actually very damaging to the plants, as well as the snails. So I had to brush the salt away. Oh, I was having a right time of it in the middle Did of the night. Did you throw any over your shoulder as well? Oh, no, I didn't. And knock the devil oh, out. Oh, no, that's three decades bad luck. Oh, gosh. Oh, bugger. no. Oh, bugger. What a bugger. <laughs> but um, the chards are safe. So many slugs. Some of them hiding in there. Some of them going up the beanpole. Oh, they're having a right time of it in there. So where do they come from? The moon. I think they might. I tried to film it, but I just couldn't balance filming it with the shovel and the box of slugs. It sounds like a real to-do. It sounded like you needed a crew. I needed a whole team. I put them in the box. Sound. Sound. Boom. boom. Oh, lighting. <laughs> I put them in a box. And then I had to put the lid on the box and put a watering can on top to stop them getting out. Is that cruel? Sorry if it is. Where are they now? In the box outside the back door. Oh. I reckon you're going to go downstairs and they're going to be oh, lounging on your lounges. Don't. And then there was a fox. Reading your books. There was a fox, who's having a right old time on my sun lounger. Oh, that is adorable. I'm sorry. I'll show you the pictures. But I mean... <laughs> your shades on. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> Martini in one hand. Yeah, helping himself to my drink. <laughs> no coward book in the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the piano, no wonder it's out of tune. Wow, that's the trouble. Mm. They haven't got those fingers, have they? They haven't, just with his paws. Just paw paws. Paws, paws. So, that's been my couple of days. Well, talking of funny looking creatures, mm. it's great to see you, Tom. No, I'm <laughs> talking. <laughs> talking of funny looking creatures, I went yes. to the aquarium. Oh, yes, Suze. What was that what like? Do you think about that? Well, do you know, I haven't been to one for ages. What was it like? Yeah, was it good? Well, I took the baby. Oh. Because I was like, she's obsessed with Baby Shark. So I was like, mm. I'll take her to see Baby Shark. Mm. Of course, in her mind, Baby Shark is... A cartoon. A cartoon that sings. Yeah. About being a baby shark. Mm. What a shark is, is a dead-eyed predator. Yeah. So I would say the experience for me was was quite a nice time out. Mm. For her, Terrible. it was very traumatic. traumatic. And I imagine yeah. she'll be speaking to a therapist about it for years. Well, they are quite gloomy places, aren't they? Well, they've got to be, haven't they, Tom? Because it's very dark. Mm, yeah. It's very dark, but I've mm. got a lot of mixed feelings. I find the stingrays quite creepy still. I don't like those at all. And you went in that bucket with them. I went in a tank with one once, I yeah. wouldn't like that, Suze. I'm sorry. No, but I got a routine out of it and, you know, needs must. Yeah. When you're course, writing a new course, show, the things I'll do. I mean, why do you think I was fingering those slugs last night? 
<laughs> I didn't realise you were fingering them. Bloody hell. Look. <laughs> Spring. Yeah. But it was very loud and very humid. Oh, really? And it's other people's children, isn't it? I like my child. Yeah. Other people's children. Quite annoying, actually. Mm, unbearable, I would say, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we went around that. Very sticky. And mm. it had been raining outside and then we got in. It was a very sweaty affair for me, I don't mind saying. I remember when we went to the London Dungeon and my brother had a slush puppy and threw up. I'm sure he wouldn't mind me telling you this story. I'm sure, I'm sure he wouldn't. Um, but it's that sort of thing, isn't it? Children From fear? Get, I guess an excitement, yeah. But It is absolutely terrifying in the London Dungeon. Yes, and he probably was about four. So, yeah. See, this is the thing. I think our parents were different. Well, clearly not. Well, no, <laughs> bollocks. <laughs> This is I... it, isn't it? This is when we have to start forgiving our parents for all those things. Like, uh... how could you? And like, oh, we'll see you now. I remember we went on holiday. I was in junior school. Mm. So, you know, maybe pre 10. Pre 10. We went to a theme park where we were on holiday. Lovely. And they had this row of serial killers in frames, framed <laughs> photos. For, not photos, like old fashioned paintings of serial killers. It was this long corridor that went oh on. Oh my well, goodness. I mean, in my child's mind's yeah. eye, it was for a mile. It's, you know, probably 100 feet. 200 of Tom's feet. Of course. And, <laughs> Go on. and we're walking past them and we go past someone in the scream mask, you know, a painting of someone in the scream mask. Of oh. course, when you walk past, it flinches. Oh, no. And it's just a person stood behind a frame. Oh, my goodness. He climbed goodness. out of the frame <gasps> and started chasing us. Oh, my goodness. My dad <laughs> left his wife, <laughs> son and daughter, daughter who is maybe nine, maybe eight, kicked open... The emergency door. Because you know my dad, you can also imagine him doing this. Kicked open the emergency door and ran into a field. (laughs) Right? Then, obviously, mum, like... Susie. Corralled us round. And then all all I can remember is we walked into the gift shop. Yes. Scream. Where we witnessed my dad jumping out on a family that he assumed was his <laughs> with a werewolf mask on but they were like this Swedish family that were like oh, oh no, my god not again <laughs> and of course because it's a dad in the 90s dad managed to make that our fault <laughs> that we weren't that family <laughs> but why after being so frightened himself did he want to inflict the frightenedness onto you again oh. He loves jump, making people jump. You know he had a fancy dress shop when I was a child? Of course he did. There was this mask. Honestly, Tom, if I saw it now, I'd find it horrifying. Oh, my goodness. It was like a man's face that was sort of melting. Oh, classic. Horrible. Yeah. He used to have these fake axes, and he would jump out with this mask on, holding a, a plastic axe. <laughs> and me and Joe would, like, scream, scream and run. Yeah. And Dad would be like, I guess that's parenting. <laughs> Well, in a way, maybe it was. I'm sure things like that were done to me in the spirit of toughening me up a bit. Do you think it's a coincidence that I have nightmares and need therapy? I mean, you could point it towards... No, I think it's probably, you know, probably our parents going, look, life is frightening, you need to be ready. I told you, you need to be ready. Yeah. That sort of thing. I guess you're right. It's a toughie. Listen, it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. Shall we have some listener emails? Oh, I would love that, Suze. I would love that. Marvellous. Okay, here we are. Hello, hi, 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 Susie and Tom. I'm a recent listener, and I have no idea how I've missed you the whole time. Mm. I have now listened to numerous episodes while doing what I consider punishment running. I do not enjoy running, but your chats entertain me no end, and I love you both. You take my mind off everything, and I'd like to say thanks very much for that. Pleasure. Thank you for this. Pleasure treasure. 
in regard to a recent comment by both of you on Tom's peachy red trousers. Oh, yes. And choices of clothing. Yes. And being brave enough to wear what you like. I've recently rediscovered some of the bravery I had in my early 20s, now being 48. At college, I was given the very backhanded compliment of, I wish I was brave enough to wear what you do. <laughs> oh, that is oh, so that backhanded. Is mean, isn't it? Anyway, fast forward <laughs> nearly 30 years, job, motherhood, and a customary black. Oh. Always, I'd rather lost myself a bit, but on hearing your podcast and re-evaluating myself, I thought, screw it, I'm just going to be brave enough to wear what I want again, and I went out and bought a Victorian-style petticoat, oh. and I'm going to wear it to work. Oh, how lovely. Is it a crinoline one? Is it one of those ones that's very, a hoop skirt? I would love it if it was a hoop. Oh, I imagine yes. that would be an absolute slag getting in and out of the car, though, oh, wouldn't it? Oh, can you imagine getting in and out of a mini metro? <laughs> also, I love Round the Twist. Oh, clearly we've mentioned that in some, podcast some point. Ones. We mentioned that. Oh, that's great. Best wishes, bye. Bye, 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 And that is from Annie in Cambridge. Annie, Annie in Cambridge. Good for you, actually. Oh, that's lovely, Annie Hall. Um, yes, thank you, Annie. Oh my God, I was listening to you on the radio the other day. I can't believe the people that you were working with didn't know about Annie Hall. Didn't know Annie Hall and hadn't seen the film Annie. Oh, and guess what? Mum bought me yesterday. If you were listening to that show on Virgin Radio last week. We had somebody phone in about this and then mum went and bought me some wind chimes after someone phoned in to say how what a disaster they are for your neighbours because they keep them awake. So... Oh no, is your mum trying to annoy? I don't know. I can only assume she's trying to destroy my neighbourly relations. But... And good for her, actually. Good for she her. wants you to move back in. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Probably that. And I bought a lantern yesterday, Suze. I didn't need it, but we ended up carrying it around. I was like Florence Nightingale. From the Chelsea Flower Show. Yeah, it's just like one of those like metal ones you put a candle in. Oh, Tom, I bet it's stripy in there, isn't it? Well, probably was, really. You probably could get it in Etsy or something a bit cheaper, but, you know, you're with it. And then... Did you carry it home like you were... Like I was Florence Nightingale, yeah. Oh, I love it. Good for you. Well, the thing is, I said to him, as the four lights went off, as my card touched the card reader to say, payment approved, I casually went, have you got a bag? And he went, no. So I had to carry around the bloody box with cellophane on it. Oh, I mean, that's not Tom. very good for the environment, is it? That didn't go with your suit, did it? No, it didn't. The Queen going by. Oh, I'm thinking, oh, God, that boy hasn't even got a bag. Exactly. What a way to meet the Queen. What a way to meet the Queen. That's what she thought as well. <laughs> sorry, I laughed too loud there. I think I distorted. Yes, sorry. <laughs> Hello, Tom and Susie. I'm a first-time writer-in, but a long-time listener, currently tuning into the pod from Glasgow. I oh, especially hello. enjoy your podcast as I'm from Beckenham. <gasps> and so hearing Susie's dispatches from her posh Pilates class and Tom's mm. verdict on people who spend time in Beckenham Place Park are all immensely comforting. I imagine we've oh. been slagging people off in both. Yes, we have, Susie. I do remember that. In my opinion, not that you asked, but we do care, Rebecca, so please we don't do worry. We do care. Thank you. A perfect morning, in my opinion, in Beckenham would have involved a turnaround Kelsey Park. Yes, much better. Wow, but there's so many rats, Tom, and you know how I feel about rats. Oh, I know. I feel about like rats them. like you feel about snakes. What? Yeah. Yeah. Followed by perusing the numerous charity shops on the high street and yes. end with a slap-up brunch at M's Kitchen. <sighs> Excellent choice, actually. Yeah. Opposite the church. I find it hugely vindicating to have some media representation of such exotic locals as Bromley. So do continue to give us your recommendations for the area. 
Aside from this, I would like to add that your podcast has been a great help since I moved up here alone. Oh, that's very brave. Oh, that's very far away to move on your own from Beck. It's a long way from Beckenham. It is. Yeah. Providing comfort and lol-worthy entertainment in my time of need. Oh. I'm sure my flatmates oh. understand and appreciate my need to potter around the flat with the podcast on Sniggering Away. Oh. I'm currently studying illustration. <gasps> oh, now that oh. is very clever, actually. Oh, yeah, very. I'm shit at drawing. As a degree, I hear it's quite drawn out. Oh, very good. Very good. It can be a colourful, colourful experience, though. Um, <laughs> can't help ourselves. Can we? Can't help ourselves. Can't help ourselves, Vaudeville. Yes. <laughs> we really were born in the wrong time, weren't we? Absolutely. You know, just 100 years ago, we would have made quite the double act. Mm, oh, I know. Me dressed as a boy. You dressed mm, as my father. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It would have been great. I am studying illustration and like any creative field it comes with a certain amount of self-starting and frustration. Hearing about your early comedy careers is highly relatable and always good to be reminded that success is not something that comes overnight. Sometimes (laughs) it's a matter of years. Quite. (laughs) The only thing that comes overnight I would say is slugs. Slugs come overnight. So if you want slugs, you can have them overnight. Have those overnight. I would also like to ask who performed the current theme tune? I'm imagining it was both of you, Susie on sax and Tom on keys. Am I correct? Yes, you are. This is entirely correct. I didn't think anyone would notice this, but we've been outed. (laughs) We've been outed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lastly, can I please give a shout out? Yeah, um, she didn't say it like that, but I like saying shout out like that. Give me a shout out to my brother David, a fan of you both, who is currently finishing his master's degree in medieval history at York. How appropriate! He's called Brother David as well. Like oh a, yes, like a monk, like a monk, um, and her other brother. Friar Tuck. <laughs> is Friar Tuck like a French Tuck? Is it like something that they might say on Queer Eye? Oh, a Friar Tuck. What is that? Friar I, Tuck. I, I thought a Friar Tuck was what drag queens do. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's true, yeah. Yeah, that's. I think that's exactly true. I'm so proud of him, and I look forward to seeing what he does next as a smart, interesting young person with loads to offer. See you in the foyer of the Odium Beckenham kid. Best of everything. Bye. Bye, 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 oh, bye, 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 bye. And that's from that Becky. That is lovely. And guess what happened? It used to be above the Odium Beckenham reception. If you look up there, there's lovely um, stained glass windows. Yeah. And it used to be a ballroom for dancing in. Oh. And mum and dad used to go there, not together, but they went there separately. But they both had lessons with Peggy Spencer, Borum fans may know, who was based in South East London, also trained Uncle Andy, I think, at one point. Oh. And they all had dancing lessons with Peggy Spencer, legendary Borum dancer. Oh, Tom, that's the thing people don't know about Beckenham. Mm, that's what they don't know. They but don't you know. can think that. Yeah, think that. And yes, lovely post office and the most frightening ATM I've ever seen for Barclays Bank. It's basically behind a wall with a hedge around it. It's basically the most terrifying place I've ever seen. Why would you go to that ATM? It's actually where Tom and I met because I mugged him. <laughs> yes, I know, right? <laughs> so I said, you'll repay me. You must repay me. After all of my ballroom dancing lessons. Yes, um, I was exhausted. Tom, do you have anything else to share before we say goodbye to our dear listener for this week? Well, I'm very excited to say, Suze, that I'm actually going to be going on tour. <gasps> and um, Huge news. Huge news. Um, tickets are going on sale to newsletter subscribers on Friday. Oh, how exciting. Um, it's in the new year, but uh, the advance is on Friday. If you would like to sign up, go to my website, tomindeed.com, and you can sign up to the newsletter, get advance pre-sale there, or general sale on Monday, tomindeed.com. Very excited about it. I hope you can join me. Yes, and I've seen a lot of the new stuff, and it's really funny. Oh, Suze. We cool. should do some previews together. I would love that. I mean, this is more admin for us than our like, friends. This is more admin. This is more admin. Um, 
I'll also be going on tour later in the year and I'm going to plug once again the Amazon special. I've had lots of lovely messages about it. I couldn't be more pleased with how it's been received, Mm. so I'm absolutely thrilled. Well deserved. Um, It's absolutely brilliant. That's all from us this week. We'll see you next week, won't we, Tom? We'll see you next week. We can't wait. And I'll let you know. Well, I've got other things to tell you about, but I'm going to wait till next (gasps) week. Oh, how exciting. Some drama involving a desk. I'll say no more. Oh, God, yeah, you need to share that. Okay, Okay. bye, love. Bye. Okay, bye for now, everyone. Okay, bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 b